Show Studios. How you doing, Kev? I'm doing fine. Doing fine? Yep. Just fine. Just fine. Can we raise it up it's a been, notch or two? I mean, it's been a long day. Yeah? Yep. I, mean, <laughs> I love it. Took it out. Took it out. <laughs> it snuck up late. on me. A little bit too late. But I took care of it. That's okay. No, I'm good. Just a little bit tired. And um, been recently doing some... Uh, some lawnscaping. Some lawnscaping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh well, I was I was home for a bit. Uh-huh. Had some um infectious diseases around my house for right. um otherwise known as children. Okay. Yeah, that's true. For a couple of weeks. <laughs> and so um couldn't really go anywhere for a little while, so I was fine. But um I decided to take the opportunity since I've been gone so much this summer to kind of weed some some beds in uh-huh. my, you know my my yard but I, i'm we're still dealing with the freeze what do you mean you're still dealing with the freeze well, because i we got some big bush things that died during the freeze so you're having to dig now them out now i gotta do something with it well this and, is your fault at this point i mean it, like how many months ago was that now well yeah but see here's the thing there are people like your mother and uh-huh. other people who are like, just give it some time. Maybe it'll come see back. See what happens. Yeah, maybe it'll come back. Well, this stuff is not coming back. Uh-huh. And honestly, it's for the best. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, someone told me the name of it, and I hate this stuff so much that I was like, I, I, you were kind of glad it was gone. I'm so glad it's gone. But it's one of those things that, like, it, it, now I got to figure out what to do. First of all, I got these. There's there's massive stumps. Here because it's a, it's a some sort of a bush thing yeah but the stump is huge and so i was like look i got a big truck i'll just yank those things out oh no <laughs> so that never uh, goes well the, well i it first of all I, let me just say the let me, let me start with the end the end is they're still in the exact same position that they were whenever i started <laughs> That's the end. How's your truck? No, okay. So that's that's the next best question. Um, actually, my truck's fine. Um, the the strap that I was using to didn't uh, make it. No, it it had it had seen better days. Um, I had to throw it away. But it I, literally it. I mean, my truck is got some beef to it. Sure. And it it didn't even budge. I mean, didn't even budge. So I so I asked my uh. So there's a there's a guy that comes and does lawn work of like two or three houses around mine. And I saw him the other day and I was like, hey, what would you charge me to take those stumps out? Because I started like I started using like a pickaxe and you know a shovel and trying to figure out, OK, what do I got to do to get this thing out of here? And after about 30 minutes of work, I was done <laughs> because I got nowhere. And so uh, he said. He said, there's three of them, 20 bucks a piece, 60 bucks. I was like, 
when can you do this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 60 bucks is worth every bit of that, if not more. So anyway, still dealing with the freeze and I've got these stumps that he still hadn't come and gotten, but they like separate my house from the next door neighbor's house too. And so I'm like, we're, we're talking to them the other day. It's like, well, we could like take this bed back and just make it grass. And they're like, whatever you want to do, we like you. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. that's what's been going on in my life. Lawnscaping. So has he come and done it yet? No, he hasn't done it yet. Okay. But he, he told me it might be a couple of weeks and this was like a week ago. So I'm still waiting on it to happen, but I I know that it's gonna ha- it's got to happen at some point. I mean, they're dead. Um, but I mean, some of this stuff has big, massive root structures, and I don't know because it's been there since like it's 1972. Been, it's it's oh, I hate it too. Absolutely hate it. I hate it when it's alive, and I might hate it more when it's dead because I can't get it out. <laughs> now I gotta pay someone. <laughs> it's worth it. Can you? But, well, I'm not gonna. You know. I don't think you should do anything unethical <laughs> to, or environmentally unsound. Well, I mean, I did think like there are ways to like help it rot quicker. Right. <laughs> yes. But I, you know, again, none of them, which we recommend on this show. No. Well, because what might happen is a tool time episode of, you know, something blowing up. Sure. And we don't want to do that because Tim, the Toolman Taylor would probably we'd get a fun story out of it. It would be, and I don't really want to pay for the aftermath, so I'd rather pay the sixty bucks for this guy to come do it. And now just got to wait for him to do it. Sixty so, bucks is cheap. Oh, when he said sixty bucks, I was like, oh man, like when? Do it now. Yeah, because it's easy. So Chris Turner just jumped on. I'm okay. sure he's pulled a stump or two. I'm sure he has. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's a lot bigger, stronger than me, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Chris. Yeah. So, so like you, you tried it with a toe strap. Why not with, do you not have a chain? Uh, no, no, I don't. That You need to invest in that, man. I know. And, but, but here's the problem with that. Like, I, I think it's, I think that I was concerned that if I used a chain and said chain broke, uh-huh. Like it's bye bye rear glass. Could be. You know? Like I'm I'm just thinking, what is the whiplash of that thing? <laughs> you know, pulling I d I don't know. I, so I I'm just I don't know if I'm brave enough to do it that way. I've rarely met a stump that can withstand a good chain. Yeah. Now, if you bought a cheap chain, for sure. Like well, it'll bust out your back line. But you gotta spend some good money to get a good chain. And and I'm going to sixty bucks, man. <laughs> I can't buy a good chain for sixty bucks. I haven't priced a chain I, in a while. I mean, I I went to to uh, Lowe's and I was looking at some of their big chains. And you know, you double it up, you, you know, but you got to buy. Yeah, enough you want plenty of it. it. Yeah, it, it, it was gonna, it was probably gonna cost me well over a hundred bucks to get a good chain. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I, it might be worth it, but I'm no. Well, and you know, that's actually something I think a lot of people don't realize is when you hire somebody to to work on your home. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I don't think most people realize that a lot of the equipment that they're using, they have spent more money on that equipment than what they're probably charging you to do that job. Yeah. Oh, I, I would completely agree. And so, you know, that, that's one of the things you have to take into account. You got to take into account, okay, they're using, you're, you're, you're not having to do the work Uh and they're using equipment that they've got to pay for. Yeah. And they got to do maintenance on. 
and you know they're liable if they throw their back out type of thing you know that that is assuming you did get a reputable company to come do the job for sure that they've licensed and bonded yeah like they should be yeah so speaking of reputable companies uh, southern lux just just joined in they said yo yo guys what yo yo right back at you southern lux yeah so southern lux is uh with with chris turner over there so like uh if you guys are looking for some home improvement guys maybe build you a good barn dominium those are the guys to reach out to have you seen some of the stuff they're doing no dude it's it's awesome i mean i i know he does good work so Uh but i've not seen any of it they need to send us some pictures and we'll put them up for them. Well, I think Chris was like back on like episode like 20 or something like that. Yeah, it's I mean, it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a minute. A it's been a minute. Yeah, there's no doubt. So go back and find that one. He's a good guy. Yeah, absolutely. So what, what are we talking about today, Kev? Man, so uh, we're going highbrow. We, well, we're, we're trying to figure out some things. Uh-huh. I mean, we, you, one of the things that we can't do very well is predict what's going to happen in the future right in fact i would say it's probably one of the greatest human flaws is we can't predict the future okay if we could a lot of things would be different right but we can't so uh people do however you know put out their best predictions about things and who knows what's going to happen we don't really know but one of the things that has been crazy over the last year year and a half is just real estate the market for real estate's been crazy and so um, we were sitting around going, okay, what, what do we think is going to happen? So we started to start doing some research. Hang on. Chris, Chris just said that he was on the anniversary episode, which means it was either oh. episode 52 or 104. So it had to have been 52. Uh, yeah, he was early. So it would have been 52 right. for sure. T- t- tell, if it, tell us if it was the one year or the two year, Chris. So we want to get, we don't want to get this straight. We'll, we'll link it up in the show notes. Yeah, well, speaking of, we're coming up on year three. Year three. Year three is That's coming right. up next month, which is just a few weeks away. So it's kind of yeah. cool. Um, Sorry, you were you were saying waxing, eloquent things. Waxing eloquent. That's right. Um, so uh, you found this really great article from uh, the Texas Real Estate Research Center, which is uh, from Texas A&M University. And they have given uh, just a recent press release. Um, what was that, like a week and a half ago? about their predictions for what's going to happen with the real estate market in 21 and 22. And so we were just going to kind of spend some time talking through that. Yeah. And it's, it's important to note that um, we didn't even know this existed until recently. (laughs) No, no, but like the research and the resource that this is, you're, you guys are going to be hearing more from them uh, from us, uh, from them. <laughs> so, like, if you're if you're listening to the show right now and you're not from Texas, yeah, hang in there. Here's why. One, based off the research that we've done, mm-hmm. this is the largest real estate research center in the country, right? And possibly the world. I don't need to go back and check on that. There could be some other ones, but it's definitely the biggest one in the United States. That's crazy. Number two. Texas real estate is upstream from all the other real estate markets right now. Right. So if you can pay attention to what's happening in Texas, it's probably what's going to be happening in 23 and 24. In other places. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, so I mean, it's a really, it's a really great article. Um, and in some of this stuff, you might go, okay, that kind of makes sense. But um, they're putting not just their thoughts behind it. Right. Right. They're, I mean, one one of the things we know about Texas A&M uh, is that they 
they do research the crap out of stuff. Yes. So when I, I mean, sure. like it's it's if you've never <clears throat> a lot of people might think if you've never been to A&M, you know, like if you go to and again, I've never been to like Texas Tech and I've never been to TCU, but I've been to University of Texas. I've been to Baylor. I'm trying to think of some of the other universities in Texas. Um, but anyway, Texas A&M, it, like, you know, if you go to like UT Austin, mm-hmm. it takes up like maybe three or four city blocks. Yeah. Right. Because it's in a metroplex. Yeah, I mean it's it's downtown. It's downtown Austin, Austin. right? Um, you know, you go to Baylor. It, you know, it's it's a big university, but it doesn't take it much space. Yeah, Texas A and M is like a sprawling city yeah. of education. Yeah, like, it is massive. Yeah, I would say Texas Tech is pretty big as well. Is it? I, I've it, never been there, so I don't yeah, know it's, what it's like. It is. Um, but you're again, you're dealing with a different type of market. I mean, sure. Bryan College Station is a little bit different type of market than Austin or Fort Worth or, well, I don't know, but I mean, Baylor's not in the biggest market, but <laughs> either way, uh, they, yeah, they do a, they do a ton of stuff there. Right. I mean, they're Aggies, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I mean, everyone wants, like that sort of thing. What, apparently there's two major universities right now that do <laughs> there. There are. And what, Texas and of, OU are trying to like jump ship out of the big 12. Yeah, yep. Yep. Is yep. that, a, is that like a confirmed thing? Oh, is yeah. it done? Oh yeah. That's so oh, yeah. stupid. Yeah. It's definitely done. Well, there, we're going to, you're going to get me on a tangent that we probably don't want to be on. I will say this. I think that the NCAA would love there to be four super conferences. And SEC is is currently already doing that. Right. So who knows? We'll see what happens. But yeah, no, no, no. I mean, one of us in this room has graduated from that university. And um, yeah, it wouldn't be me. Um, and although I have a ring, hey, <laughs> check that out. I got one. No. It's a different university. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they do a ton of research, and and like you said, this this is not some small little you know small town company that's decided to put some research stuff out. I mean, they got they got some some juice behind what they're doing. So we're gonna kind of go through this and talk through it and um, see what happens. Yeah. So let's 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 just start right at the top. Um, so one of their, their first predictions right off the bat is that supply chain bottlenecks are going to continue. Yeah. Um, and so this has been a problem since, I mean, basically since COVID started. Yeah. Is there's, there's been no supply. Right. Whatsoever. And, and so like, and you can, you can think about this from a lot of different perspectives and, and, you know, obviously the first one's going to be just like raw materials, wood. Yeah. Yep. But like, if you, if you go back to when COVID began, um, do you remember what the first shortage was? Toilet paper. Toilet paper, man. Yeah. And let me tell you something. If you want to shut down a job site quicker than anything. <laughs> yeah. Because the last thing you need is a lack of toilet a paper. A lack of toilet paper. Right. And like I'm I'm not like I'm I'm joking, but at the same time I'm not. Like no. you yeah. can't you can't have a job site without TP. No. And so, like, if there's no TP, there's no job happening. Right. And, and so, like, the, again, it's all, all these things that are, like, downstream of what's actually happening. So, like, you could have all the building materials in the world, but if you don't have TP on the job site, you're only going to get guys on the work on the work site for, like, maybe four hours. Right. At most. Right. Because um, stuff's going to happen. Yeah. Lunch will be eaten. Yeah. Burritos will be consumed. And, and then immediately returned. Yep. Food, food trucks will arrive. Yeah. And those food trucks equal need 
of TP. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> triple ply. Yeah, triple ply. <laughs> with the aloe. Yeah, it, it actually comes with your meal. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, uh, but Burrito, yeah, I mean, salsa, TP. That's right. So, I, uh, you know, you're right. I mean, definitely lumber, but we were even seeing supply with with electrical things, and I mean, just I mean, literally. Anything that needs to get transported mm-hmm. by a truck from point A to point B, uh, just to get to the supply houses, right? They were they they were having a hard time. I yeah. mean, you couldn't get people that were willing to drive, and so all of these companies that were just transport companies. The supply chains were going down, and because of that, um, it just is going to cause problems. With any type of renovation or uh, home build, new home build, new construction, anything like that. Yeah. So. Well, and like even thinking about uh, our interview with uh, Megan Anderson. Yeah. Talking about appliances. Yeah. I mean, she was she was talking about. I think there were some appliances she was saying that were like six months out. Yeah, freezer freezers were one of them. In fact, I just uh, actually uh, bought a freezer from them. Um, it was like two weeks ago. Did you really? And um, she said, "Yeah, we'll have to order it." We don't have any in stock, um, but we'll have to order it. She said, in fact, I thought she said it would be here today, actually. But, um, what's up, Megan? Where's the yeah, freezer? Yeah, what's up? Bring it. <laughs> uh, I'm ready for the, I'm ready for the frozen stuff. Uh, but it, it, it was some of that, one of those things that like, you can't, like, first of all, we weren't able to import uh-huh. for a while from other countries. And, and a lot of these, you know, appliances come from other countries. Then even once you were able to import, you couldn't get it to the supply store. Uh, you if know? it's coming from overseas, you need to make sure that that freezer doesn't have COVID. That's true. Mm. Freezer needs a vaccine passport. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's probably what they store the vaccines in. Oh, no, okay. The freezers. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I don't know. There's no way it could test negative. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. So <laughs> either way, we got this supply chain and they're they're just basically saying, look, it's going to continue. It's going to continue. Now now they're hoping some some of the pressure comes off a little bit, but they're saying, look, it's still going to continue. Right. So. All right, so moving on. This is and this is one of the uglier ones, but like you, you had to expect this coming. Yeah. Is and, and, and let's also these these are their predictions based off their research. Right. And I, I encourage everyone to go to their website, which is recenter.tamu.edu. Um, part of the reason you should go there is just to look at their staff. Yeah. I mean, like, these guys are deep Yeah. in, you know, professional guys who are, all they do is research. Right. So, and these are their collective predictions for the next year. Yeah. Basically. So here it is. Mortgage rates are going to go higher. Yeah, but okay, let's back up for just a minute. <laughs> mm. The mortgage rates are really low. Right. Historic, all-time lows. Never seen them this low before. I mean, getting down in the low twos, mm-hmm. I mean, unbelievable. And what it does is it it changes people's desire to buy. Yep. Right? But we got a problem with people not wanting to sell because who knows if they can find something to buy. Right. And so, you know, where am I going to live? Where am I going to live? And so something's got to give here somewhere and we need a balance. The balance has to come. And I, you know, I don't know what that balance winds up looking like. Hopefully it's nothing like it was back in the eighties. Um, you know, cause back then, goodness, 
mortgage interest rates were 15 to 20 percent oh yeah and uh you know getting down to like a four or five percent it seems reasonable um which is where a lot of people are if they didn't refinance during this time well and i'll i'll find out a little bit more next week when i talk to haley but like i I would imagine what we're talking about is is them making like a point jump because if if you go from two percent to ten percent yeah yeah it's not gonna happen. It would it would be a really frustrated and frantic market. Yeah. Uh, for numerous reasons. So I don't think it's gonna jump that high. I don't either. I think all they're saying is like, look, we can't expect it to stay this low, mm-hmm. which I don't necessarily agree with, um, because we have seen countries like Japan go to negative interest rates. Right. Um, which is insane. Yeah, but it works. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's, it's it's been there for a while. I'll put it there. But it's happened. It's happened. It's not. It's not. It's not good. It's not good. No. But people buy things. Well, sort of. I mean, I, it just depends on how you think about it. Because I mean, like, if what you're what you're incentivizing people to do is to diminish their cash, their savings. Yeah. Because, you know. Interest rates affect everything across the board because when you say negative interest rates, you're like, oh, you're going to pay me to buy a house, which right. like sounds great until you start trying to save money. And when you save money and put it in the bank, the same interest rate applies to your savings. Right. So like it's in your best interest to put the money out in the market. Right. But then you end up with an economy where no one has any cash on hand because they don't want to keep it. Sure. So it's it has it, its own problems. Yeah, it's inherently bad. Yeah, <laughs> inherently bad. Um, but it, it, so they're just saying, look, it's gonna go up. Now, it, it's not gonna be pr- crazy. They're, in fact, they're just saying, look, um, they could be somewhat higher. They're not, they're not saying we expect these to go through the roof. No. Their, their word here is somewhat higher. Yeah, and, and they're, they're, they're taking their cue. Um, what's the, what's the big, the, the Federal Reserve? Yeah, the Federal Reserve's policy. They're, they're, they're basically the Federal saying, Reserve has said, like, yeah. look, look, they're going to go up. Right. So, yep. it's, it's coming. It's coming. It's, it's a, that's a pretty good prediction because the Federal Reserve is going to, that it's going to happen anyway. Yep. All right. So moving on down the line, housing demand continues strong. Um, you know, and this, this is just going, this is just part of the market right now. Yeah. You know, and so they're not, they're not saying that it's not going to slow down, but it's going to continue strong. Because it's insane right now. Yeah. Still insane. Well, again, it's what I was saying earlier. You you don't know. Like, let, let's say that I decide to sell my house right now. I might get really good money right. for my house. But am I going to be able to turn around and buy something mm-hmm. comparable or nicer, which is what I would want to do right. if I was selling my house, right? Am I going to be able to find something? And so what it does is people are reluctant to sell their home. They want to buy. They're looking. Right. They want to do something, but they 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 don't want to get rid of what they got because who knows if I'm going to get what I what I want. And so, you know, it, it it's one of those deals where a lot of realtors are are encouraging people. If you want to buy a home, you need to sell yours first. Yeah. Like not just not just put a contingency offer because there ain't time for that. Right. I mean, you don't have time for a contingency offer. You need to have cash in hand, so you have to sell your house. Well, what are you going to do? Are you going to go rent? Are you going to, you know, live in a tent? What are you going to do? So, it's it's a weird, weird deal. But which has created a demand for RVs? It absolutely has. 
I mean, we don't think that we haven't thought that if we decided to to sell our house, we could live in our RV. We absolutely could. Yeah. Um, and and people are doing that more and more and more. So, um, because they're willing to wait. Yeah, yeah, because you, I mean, you can, and you, I mean, it's one of those deals where it's like, okay, if everything fluctuates, okay, so if you if you sell high, you're gonna buy high. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you sell your house for fifty thousand dollars more than you could have a year ago you're gonna pay fifty thousand dollars more for a house right that you've got to buy the same is true like uh, the opposite way you know if you sell low you're gonna be able to buy low so, so these things all kind of fluctuate but what it doesn't really matter if you wind up having low de- you know high demand on homes but low inventory you're gonna wind up in a tough spot yeah so yeah so all right moving on down the line Next prediction is that housing demand continues strong. Oh, I just did that one. Sorry, home home inventory improves. Yeah, so that's interesting because we were just talking about that. Yeah. Is that right now we're we're having a shortage of inventory. What they're actually saying is here that they think that that's going to improve. Yeah. Which I I didn't expect. I mean, whenever you see that the housing demand continues to go, you know, to go up – you know, again, I think what 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 they're saying here is people are going to be more and more comfortable as the mortgage rates go up a little bit. The market's going to stabilize a little bit. Housing prices are probably going to come down a little bit. And so maybe people will be a little bit um, a little bit more uh, more willing to to put their house up at this point. Well, and I, I think I, I think part of the the rest of that is there's a lot of plans out there for developed communities right now yeah and and so as you know as certain supply chain issues get resolved they're going to be able to move forward on some of these projects yeah and and get more houses and and, but like texas is just so weird right now in that like there's a lot of people there's a there's an age gap that we're fixing to close and there's a lot of people moving to Texas. And so there's a lot of focus from builders to be in Texas building these homes um, because they recognize that there is a a demand. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, I think I think that's part of what they're pointing to is there's so much energy and attention being put on Texas right now that, you know, the, the inventory has to improve. Yeah. Just because there's so many people working to improve the inventory. Sure. And, and it's going, we're, you know, with, with materials coming down in price a little bit, we're probably going to see, um, some construction start to take off a little bit more. And like you said, some of these planned communities, we should have some more inventory available. So yeah, sounds good to me. All right. Next one. Home construction growth slows in 22. Okay. What does that mean? All right, so let's see what we can glean from reading. It says, in 22, new home construction is projected to grow, but at a slower rate than the previous two years as the housing market stabilizes. The housing market will move toward a more sustainable long-run path as the pandemic housing market frenzy dissipates. Yeah, so basically what they're saying here is that um, it's, it's going to continue to grow, but just slower. I mean, it's it's been kind of crazy. I mean, one of the things that that I know you said was in your industry specifically, when mm-hmm. with people staying at home more, they're like, "Hey, I got stuff that could be taken care of, and I'm here, so people that need to come serve me, 
these service industries, um, I can hang out here and we can get this stuff done. And so um, hopefully some of that's going to kind of dissipate a little bit. And with the price of these, um, you know, lumber and other things coming down, I mean, hopefully it'll continue to, to grow. Yeah. And, well, and I think, so these next two in their list, I think all tie together. So it says okay. demographics fuel, Texas housing demand. The same thing I was just talking about, like the aging millennials, you know, as you get older, you want to own property. Sure. You're in a more better financial position to own property, to finance property. And then also the migration from out of state people was going to continue to move in. Yep. And, and so that's what they're saying is that's, what's going to fuel the continuation of the market that we have. But then, like in 22, we're going to see it get more balanced. Yeah. Um, you know, as as we sort of plateau between our development, our building, and our demand. Yeah. So you know, all of these things were that. That's what's so interesting about this research to me is, um, all of these things are working, you know, hand in glove together. Mm-hmm. Right. They're 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 really in conjunction with each other when. When the mortgage rates go up, it actually is going to incentivize some prices of homes to come down. Yep. And whenever that happens, more people are going to be more willing to sell their home so they can get into something. So all of these things are going to be balanced out a little bit over time. And so they're just saying that in the next couple of years, um, some of this stuff is going to kind of just level out a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, and then and it really goes right into that very last one, right? Yeah the uh, the foreclosures absorbed. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is an interesting prediction, and says uh, it says once forbearance ends in the fall of twenty one, even with an increase in delinquencies and foreclosures, the housing market could absorb the foreclosed homes. Mm. Researchers say it's possible homes could be sold with a gain even before they enter foreclosure. So do you think we're talking about like people flipping homes here? No, I, I think what they're talking about is people that know that they're going into foreclosure because we have because you have Biden extending right. the the forbearance program, which like, we we talked about what three episodes ago, something like that. Two, yeah, episodes? and he ruined everything that we said by extending it. I know, um, you know, which I I think, man, like the 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 more you push this out, the worse it's going to be when it comes to a close. I mean, yeah. just rip that bandaid off, just man. Make it happen. Like you can't, you can't, <laughs> it seems like, well, maybe if I just do this, my whole presidency, mm. come on, man. <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> he's going to be the next uh, person on, come on, man, on ESPN. Did you, did you ever watch that? No. Oh my goodness. He's going to be the next person, but so, just because stuff like this, like, like at some point something's got to give, right? Right. I mean, and and they're just saying that that at some point people, people are gonna this, people are gonna get wise to what's going on sure. and go like, look, I can unload this now and I yep. can actually do it for a profit. Yep. I won't have a foreclosure on my record, so why not just? I mean, like, it, and and people are willing to buy distressed properties mm-hmm. at you know inflated prices. Yeah, yeah. And the the question that I've got for some of these people is, where are they gonna go? I mean, I don't know. I mean, Man. right now it's hard. Uh, a lot of a lot of college students are going back to to school, and they're finding that. I mean, just the uh, not just college students. We, we talked to some other friends of ours looking for like an apartment. It's mm-hmm. hard yeah. to find apartments right now. Maybe that's what you do. You go back to school, 
and eventually you get your uh, your school debt forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> just keep just keep uh, living living off the. <laughs> oh my goodness! I I got a call just the other day. It's like, hey, we we have a, a new program that can forgive the debt on your school loans. I'm like, I don't have school loans. Stop <laughs> calling me. You like, want to reimburse me? That'd be great. Right. I got plenty of money that I've spent. You want to give them some of that back? Fine. But as for now, you're calling the wrong person. I got some old textbooks. You, know? you want to buy those? That's right. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, well, so um, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, which of these decide to uh, to come true. I, I actually hope that they all do because they all of this is positive. Yeah, it's really? it's a very optimistic prediction list. Yeah, um, which I'm cool with, um, as as long as it's legit. Yeah, and you know it's hard to know. I mean, it so many things could happen. We we have no idea what's going to wind up being real over the next you know year as far as COVID goes, or who knows, something else might pop up. But yeah, um, at at the end of the day, you know, the best we can do is the best we can do. And so I, what I would tell you is stay true to a lot of the things that, that we talk about on this on this podcast a lot, which is take care of your home. If you're going to hire a contractor, hire a reputable company, um, you know, ask some of the questions. Like if you've, if you've got a, a service industry person coming to your home to do something, go back and listen to one of our podcasts. I'm sure we've already got one on it. And if we don't, let us know. We'd love to, you know, figure out, you know, what those other industries would be that we need to hit. Yeah. Um, but take care of your home and, um, you know, don't let it go to waste, man. It's like a valuable lump of coal that could be hard pressed into that beautiful diamond one day. Yeah. That's, so. that's exactly what I was thinking. I don't know how you knew what I was thinking <laughs> in my head. <laughs> so, what have we missed, man? That's it. That's, that's the whole report. If you guys, uh, again, if you want to, uh, we'll, we'll link up the, uh, the whole research, article that the uh, Texas Real Estate Research Center put together. Um, it's their 2021 mid-year report uh, on Outlook. Um, so interesting stuff from these guys. We're going to be uh, continuing to, to watch some of these trends uh, coming down the line over the next year uh, and, and seeing what happens. And we're going to continue to talk to uh, real estate professionals and lending professionals and and people who have their uh, finger on the pulse of what's going on in the housing market to, right. to keep you guys up to date. So in that spirit, smash the like button, smash the subscribe button, follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, do all the things, hit the like button, the love button, all the, you know, whatever, <laughs> who cares? Hit a button. Yeah. Um, and leave us a rating. Yeah. Thanks for being with us.